If you're a health entrepreneur, coach, or practitioner that wants to turn your expertise into a high six or seven figure virtual business with less stress, so you can impact more people at a deeper level while making more money and enjoying a greater quality of life in the process, then the Health Printer Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Uriel Kame. I'm a former pro athlete, leading health expert, New York Times bestselling author, and the founder of Health Printer, where I help experts just like you create and fill high-end virtual coaching programs that create dream come true results for your clients. Now, for a free and in-depth training on how to do just that without manual prospecting, one-on-one coaching, or having to spend years building your online following, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training and jump on to our seven-figure health business blueprint training today. And now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to another solo round. Yuri here. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday. Today, we're talking about whether or not your coaching business is leaking is leaking clients and as a result, leaking money. And obviously, that's not a good thing. I want to share a really interesting perspective that I think will really make a lot of sense for you here because I think a lot of people, a lot of businesses don't focus on this. Um, and I don't know I don't know why. It's just the nature of, of the way we are as humans. And, and it's the whole, here's the, here's the thing, is that most businesses focus on acquisition and not enough on retention. And I'm guilty of this, as I think as, mo- as much as pretty much any business out there. Um, but I want to share two stories with you. Number one, I was recently in Club Med, as I mentioned a couple months ago, in, um, in Estapa, in Mexico. Beautiful, beautiful area, beautiful resort. And I love going to Club Med because it's such a great place to take our kids. And we have a lot of fun. And I get to play tennis all day long. And the food's amazing. But there's still room for improvements. And and I want to give you a case and a case in point here. So we go to Club Med uh, probably about twice a year, and we're one of their you know kind of elite members, if you will. And when we uh, when we got there, obviously our room was upgraded, which is great, and we get all those perks, which is nice. And I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about stuff that doesn't matter, but I look for opportunities here to really share messages that I think can be can be helpful for you. So while we were there, it was my wife's birthday, and obviously they knew that because it was in their system. And on her birthday, they left a card inside of our room. And actually, it wasn't really a card. It was more of like a just a flyer, if you will. And the flyer said to something to the effect of like, happy birthday. Uh, for your birthday, we'd like to offer you 15% off the, the store, the gift shop. And so, okay, so... Initially, you're thinking, okay, that's a nice gesture, but the thing to remember, guys, is that when we are offering somebody a discount on our own products or services, that's not a gift to the to the person. That's a gift for us, right? It's, it's like you go to uh, the airport and your flight gets bumped, and they say, um, all right, we've overbooked the flight. If anyone would like to uh, give up their seat, we'll give you a $200 voucher for a future flight with our airlines. That's not really a true gift, right? I'll give you I'll give you a better a better example of this from the airlines as well. When we were flying to Morocco earlier in the year, we f- we flew through Frankfurt in Germany, flying Lufthansa, and Lufthansa had overbooked the flight going back to Toronto, and they offered people to you know give up their seats. However, they were paying six hundred euros cash per person per seat. So we had six of us. We're like, uh, sure, we'll we'll spend an extra day going to Geneva, and then you guys can fly us back. So we made what thirty six hundred euros 
right? Not like a voucher for Lufthansa because we actually flew back on Air Canada the next day. And, and that's a better example of like how to treat your customers or clients, I believe. So going back to the Club Med example, I think what would have been a better gift for Amy is simply a card, just like a, hey, a birthday card. Hey, hope you have a great birthday. If there's anything we can do to make your stay even more enjoyable today, let us know. That would have been better off than giving them giving her a 15% discount in addition to the 15% discount we already had as gold members of Club Med. And I just thought it was like, you know, like why even do that? So if you're giving stuff to your clients, you're gifting stuff to people you want to build relationships with, never send them your own stuff. Don't give them a discount code to your own store. Don't give them your own product. It's too self-serving. So that's the first example. And the second example I want to share with you is, is cell phone companies. So in Canada, we have two big ones, Bell and Rogers. And the only time they will go above and beyond to love you, quote unquote, is when you threaten to leave. And that's a terrible business model. Right? You know, you're paying an arm and a leg for your cell phone service, your internet service, all this stuff. And the only time they will budge is when you're up for renewal, when your contract's about to expire, or when you threaten to leave to go to another carrier. So I don't really think that's a great way of, of loving up your clients. And I don't, I, that's why I believe a lot of businesses suffer because they're not focused on the retention side of things. And this has been a very, very big focus of ours at Healthpreneur, um, especially since I'd, get, I'd say the latter half or the latter quarter of 2017. And I'm not perfect by any means. I've actually made out of negligence some uh, some errors that have actually cost us some of our uh, some of our clients leaving us and I'll be very honest with you about that and looking back you know knowing what I know now these are things that I wish I would have put in place maybe about a year and a half ago to avoid those things from happening and what it all comes down to is that most clients leave a business. They leave doing business with a, with a coach, a provider, or a business of any sort because they don't feel appreciated or heard. So remember this, like it's humans to humans, whether we're, whether we're selling to consumers or businesses, it's still humans, right? We're not dealing with robots. And if you're not doing things to make your clients feel special and appreciated and feel like they're not just a number, your business is going to suffer. And I really think that when you look at how long people stay with you, whether they ascend to higher levels of business with you, if you're not doing things to appreciate the individuals within your business, the clients, as well as the team members, um, I think your business is going to have a tough time because what you're going to end up having to focus on is you're going to have to focus on acquisition, 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 because it's a high churn type of business. You get people in, they pay you great, and then they leave, right? Whether or not they get a result, they leave. And that's never a good place to be in. And the way I've, the, and, and again, I share this with you because this is, it's a dilemma that I face myself. Like I'm always in, I come from a very, I love the the thrill of the hunt, right? Like most people who enjoy selling do, which is, you know, we love closing the client or enrolling the client. And sometimes the natural tendency is just to kind of like, all right, good, next, and move on to the next hunt. And I've had to catch my time, I've had to catch myself doing this and really stopping myself from this habit, uh, I mean, probably several years ago now, and really focusing on the experiential side of what does the customer journey look like? What does the customer experience look like, the client experience? 
and really mapping out every single touch point in our business where they might be moving through their journey and how we can make that as amazing as possible for them. Because if you've ever been to uh, a really nice hotel, uh, uh, let me give you another example. So several years ago, we were at the Four Seasons Hotel in Santa Barbara, which is one of the nicest Four Seasons. It's amazing. And I was there with my wife, Amy, and I think our our middle child, Luca, we have, to, we have this... Um, this tendency to take all of our kids one by one to Santa Barbara. I'm not too sure why. I just, we love the city. Anyways, we were there with Luca when I think he was about six months or eight months old. And again, it was Amy's birthday. So contrast to what we had experienced in Club Med just a couple months ago, for Amy's birthday, the Four Seasons, they like did up our room with a bottle of wine, this beautiful basket, all this great stuff. And there was no, hey, here's 15% off the gift shop. It was just, here's a bottle of wine, here's some great food, here's some chocolates, here's some grapes. It was just a really, really nice gesture. And so that's the difference. It's like really thinking about what what could you do? And this is, this is the fun part about business is really thinking about like how do you create a Disney-like experience for your clients? You know, and if you're a client of ours, you know, with uh, within the Health Business Accelerator or the Luminaries, these are things that, Although they're not 100% dialed in, yet we're constantly evolving and looking at how we can fill in some of the gaps and plug in some of the leaks and make every single touch point as special as possible for our clients because we know that, you know, yes, we can go out and acquire clients, but it is so much more expensive to acquire clients than it is to retain the existing ones that you have and really go deep. Our whole philosophy of health is to go deep instead of wide. And I don't know what your philosophy is with your business, but I just think it's a really nice approach, especially in this world that is becoming commoditized for people to easily switch between businesses and coaches and providers because it's just, all right, what's the difference between this person and this person or this service and this service? You know, a lot of it comes down to cost. If you can get something for cheaper with the same result, you'll probably go the cheaper route. So my challenge for you is to think about how do you avoid becoming a commodity by really providing an amazing experience, but also not just the experience, the results for your client that they want, and then really thinking about how do we focus on the retention, how do we focus on the experience, as opposed to just acquiring new clients over and over and over again. So that's what I want to leave you with today is really plugging those leaks in your business. And again, if you want help with this, we can certainly help you. Um, Again, if you're at the point where you're just figuring out how to get more clients coming in, hey, we can certainly help you with that as well. And if you want to figure out, okay, how do I really create an amazing experience for my existing clients? Well, then obviously, you know, we can work through that with you as well. And the first step um, is to book a call with us. So if you want us to get on the phone with you, we'll spend 45 minutes. We'll really figure out where you are, where you want to go, what's holding you back, and put together a game plan that's specific for you and your business. And if that's of interest to you, uh, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash book book your call today we look forward to chatting with people like yourself all the time we're you know we've got a lot of these calls every single week with health coaches practitioners trainers nutrition experts you name it and it's amazing to have these conversations and start to build these relationships and really show um, how we can serve these these awesome people and really move their business forward so if that's of interest to you and you're serious about moving your business forward book a call healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash book And that is all for today's show. Coming up this Wednesday, we've got an amazing interview with Marnie Greenberg. On Friday, we're talking with Andrea Nakayama, two amazing guests that you want to tune in for this week. So with that said, hope you have an amazing day. Continue to get out there, 
be great, do great, and I'll see you in the next episode.